0: A playlist original.
1: Hey, what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I'm so glad you're here. We have a bonus episode today because I am on vacation. And I didn't want to leave you hanging with no new RTBP content, but I couldn't quite clinch recording all new episodes. So this is an episode I recorded a little while ago with my friend Zachary Myers. Hopefully Zachary and I are meeting up in New York prior to this episode coming out. And um, they are an amazing actor in New York. It's so funny. So I found them through a mutual friend on TikTok. And they came on to talk about the Royals last year after the Oprah interview with Harry and Meghan. I was like, hey, okay, Ida, Zachary, like, I want you to come back on to talk about Harry and Meghan and spare and all the drama that's kind of happened since then so we reconnected over that and then I'm scrolling TikTok one day and I happen upon Dylan Mulvaney who is a trans woman who you're probably maybe met her through the controversial slash not so controversial obviously Bud Light campaign but I've been following her you know days of girlhood as she says Um, she's like well past one year being a girl and I've been following her for a long time and she did a live show which was epic honestly and so fucking cool just like almost kind of like a one woman variety show but there was other people there and I'm like what I like squint kind of like try to Zoom in on the screen. I'm like, that's Zachary. And Zachary was one of her dancers. It was so fucking cool. So it's just, I love to see when people are thriving. So, anyways, they are a Broadway actor, singer, performer. Uh, We talk a little bit about that in the show. But in general, I just wanted to do a full episode on Harry and Meghan. I want to put this to rest. We've had so much with Oprah and Spare and the Netflix docu. I've talked about it on various podcasts, but I just wanted one inclusive episode of all my thoughts so I can ideally never talk about them again, which I know won't be true. But for a while, I want to put this to bed. The King's Coronation is coming up next month. Katy Perry is locked down as a performer, which I think is like so funny. I've been seeing a lot of TikToks of like, you know, people doing ballads of uh, California girls and stuff like that. And and I'm sure a lot of fun slash funny stuff is gonna come out of that. Maybe his pen won't work again and he'll get <laughs> mad. Like, who knows? I just wanted to tie a bow on the Harry and Megan situation. We've seen them out a little bit in LA looking fresh to death, honestly. But like I feel like their their story about exiting the royal family has kind of come to a close. I think we've heard all we're really gonna hear. Um I feel like they might have new projects and like we know Harry's attending the coronation and Meghan's not, but I don't think there'll be anything groundbreaking. So this is the episode to just put our final thoughts all together. So that very convoluted way of saying I hope you enjoyed today's episode about Harry and Meghan. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Zachary. I'm back with a very special guest. Zachary is here. Zachary, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Last time we recorded, we recorded with our f- mutual friend, Ida, mm-hmm. who introduced me to Zachary. And we were just talking about how it was two years ago. And I feel like I'm, I've am i been like, hey, you need to come back on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm so happy that we're finally doing it. I know. Because <laughs> like
0: so much has happened between now and then.
1: I know, like Royals-wise, but also just, like, I feel like personal, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
0: Yeah, so I originally went from Arkansas, um, and that's how we got in contact, because I was running around on TikTok talking about, like, the Royals. And then um, after, I guess I won't say after COVID, because COVID is still... Yeah, yeah. floating around, but um, once, you know, theaters and stuff opened back up, I joined a national tour. The national tour got canceled and then I moved to New York like right after that and then booked my first Broadway show. (laughs)
1: Literally, like, I feel like dream come true.
0: Crazy. It's it's actually insane that that happened. I mean, that was all within a span of May to June I was auditioning well June I guess to July I was auditioning August was in callbacks and then moved to New York end of August and then I was in rehearsal for like a week and a day and they were like hey girly you're going on today and (laughs) I was like oh I was supposed to be on for another month but okay
1: (laughs) Okay, that's like unreal. I just that's so cool. I really feel like you're like doing it. Like,
0: uh, we're trying to, we're trying
1: to. I mean, I am,
0: yeah. I am like a little proud of the fact that like I was in um, a strange loop, which was the one of the very few Broadway musicals to win Tony for best musical and a Pulitzer Prize.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, that was cool. I'm like a part yeah. of the original ish cast, I was like the newest person to be brought on but it was it was an experience it was like a a big learning experience and like Mm -hmm. I think I learned a lot about myself and like not to Mm -hmm. second guess myself like I know a lot more than I think (laughs) because I was Mm -hmm. an understudy so um if if you don't know what understudy is for anyone who's listening it's just like I I I had to learn two roles two tracks and then I once I learned them it was kind of just Hey, you're on today. Hey, you're on those yeah. shows. Hey, you're doing the matinee. Hey, you're doing... And I would just kind of like,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. And I have to keep so it all straight cool. in my
0: head, but it was so fun. And I, I went on quite a bit too. So a lot of understudies yeah. don't always get that luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool to kind of get the experience on a, on a Broadway stage.
1: I know, seriously. I feel like just like the like vibe and like the history and stuff like I just feel like it's so like electric even just like walking down Broadway and stuff like that I I've been lucky to go to two Broadway shows but hopefully more in my future yeah, but come stay with me yeah oh my god okay just wait though I I'm going to New York in April so
0: I should be up. here as yeah. far as I know where the, the, we were closed in January and, then, and yeah so now I'm just auditioning and seeing Yeah, because I
1: was like I was like come talk on the podcast you're like I'm literally (laughs) in the middle of a show and I was like okay okay well once that wraps we'll we'll get together yeah because like your first message
0: was like in the midst like we were I was going on I think I was on like that whole like a two-week
1: yeah because like we just
0: everyone was getting sick and we had
1: yeah a relatively
0: small cast and not really Mm -hmm. that much coverage understudy wise so it was like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I was like I'm literally waking up at three in the afternoon and going to the theme that's
1: amazing (laughs) oh that's so cool that's very cool and right before this you're like oh I'm doing a self-tape yeah
0: I literally I guess that's
1: the cycle hey just I mean, for me, I always
0: tell people, like, auditioning is the job and, like, the vacation yeah. is, like, actually doing the show, which, like, again, that's, like, a whole nother job in and of itself. But I think, like, for me, auditioning is, like, the real job.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But, like you said, we met because you were talking about Megan and Harry. Are you still just as obsessed with them as you were two years ago?
0: Yeah. I mean, just because like, it all just <laughs> keeps unfolding and unraveling. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. This is just, like, the juiciest thing.
1: It literally is. I, I know you're right. Like, the there's no end, which is good because yeah. that's what we're interested in. But you're totally right. Like, it just – the hits keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: well, and then, like, what was it? Like, Prince Philip died, then the queen died, like yep. all in the same window too. It's just like giving up with that. Yeah, okay, I like, you're oh right. Because,
1: because I remember last thing we were recording, you were like um talking about I don't know, like how ill or something like Prince Philip I was like. He did not look he well.
0: Was he was alive, but I was like, for how long? <laughs>
1: I was literally dying. But it's true and then he soon after passed. Yeah, it was so like, like what a
0: year later? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably a year later and then we had the Queen's passing this fall. And then we've just had Harry and Meghan, like we had the Netflix docu-series. We had Harry's memoir and um, with the upcoming coronation mm-hmm. this May, I feel like there's just still so much speculation and it's also I've talked about them a little bit on the podcast as I was telling you but like I also I felt like there was a point where I was like okay I actually can't talk about this because there's so much that I'm like I just want to take a breather but I feel like a month out I'm kind of like Okay, I'm ready to, like, talk about it again because it's, like, a song, like, when, like, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo came out. And I was, like, okay, like, I've listened to it too much. Like, I'll enjoy this, like, in the summer. Like, like, come back to me in the summer. But... Yeah, so I want to hear your thoughts. You watched the Megan and Harry because I know you've read Spare, but mm-hmm. did you watch the Megan and Harry docu? I did. I think I
0: watched like all but like maybe one episode. I like kind of skipped through a little bit, but like
1: yeah, th- there was like one that I was like, we could have condensed this into two. <laughs> like, well, and episodes. I'm
0: just kind of like, I almost wish someone would have just been like, okay, either do the Oprah interview or do, you know, the Netflix. Mm. But then I, like, I guess I get like. Was it in the book where Harry was talking about? It was like Oprah was the one who was like really pursuant of the interview.
1: Like, yeah. Like remember she actually went to their um, home, Mm -hmm. the really tiny one, Mm -hmm. Frogmore or whatever, and was like really trying to pursue them, which is interesting. But you're totally right. Like, do you think that they're getting bad like PR advice of like, okay, maybe you should slow down a little bit with. Because, like, I feel like in someone's lifetime, they might have a memoir, a docu-series, and an Oprah interview. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, this was all in the span of, like, two years. Yeah. Like,
0: I almost feel like it was, like, a little backwards. It's just, like, they could have done the Netflix and then an Oprah interview. Like, it could have, like, called... Or, like, a whole, like, sit down and just talk it out with Oprah in, like, a part... Like, a series situation. But, like... Yeah. I mean, I think... I don't I don't know if it's I mean I guess it like doesn't like help their case with like just like the general like Harry and Meghan haters but like yeah I think it's still just like there's the more that they've like dived into it because I feel like now Meghan is just kind of like checked out she's like okay like I've said my piece I'm gonna go and now Harry's Mm -hmm. just like well now I'm gonna talk because I feel like in the Oprah interview Harry didn't talk
1: I think we talked about this, like, like, Harry just, like,
0: didn't talk that much, but then, like, like, he he seemed to be, like, very reserved and hesitant, and then I even felt that way kind of in the, in the the series, so, but I'm like, well, I guess that makes sense now, because I'm sure that book deal was already in the works long before we even knew
1: Totally. That makes a lot of sense that he was like, okay, I will give Megan side of the story and like her more of the spotlight with these pieces because I don't think she has a memoir coming out anytime soon. And then for him, he was probably like, my truth will come out more in this memoir. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Were you surprised by anything with the docuseries? Like it really detailed all of the things that they had talked about. Like in the oprah interview Mm -hmm. like going to tyler tyler perry's house and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and then we actually got to see some of that but were you surprised by any of it um i think
0: i guess as everything has unfolded i was more shocked that like kate was not as like nice Nice. (laughs) because like (laughs) i guess i just never would have pegged her to be i mean which i guess speaks for her pr people i just never really pegged her to be but then like in retrospect going back I'm like oh this definitely makes sense because like I saw well it was like the clip where Tyler Perry was talking about like he was like when I saw them he's like these are two people who have been like abused yeah and then like I think it was like on Twitter, there was like the clip. I don't know if you've seen it where like they like replay it in slow motion, but like it was at the funeral procession, or not the funeral procession, but the walk-around that they did.
1: Yes. And like I know exactly Kate what you're is like looking
0: about. at Megan and Megan just like looked terrified. Which I'm sure she was probably terrified for multiple reasons, just like in general being back in that space and in that environment yeah. and then doing the walk around and not knowing like what people are gonna say and Pearl at that, but like I was like mm.
1: yeah I agree it's funny how that I feel like we're like the, of the same mind because that was like my takeaway too because I always idolized Kate I feel like which it's like why am I even idolizing anyone from the monarchy like that and that's like the other
0: crazy ridiculous. thing too it's just kind of like now like there's been this what would we call it? like a, a? I guess not really like a reconciling, but like I mean, there's definitely more conversation now about like. Yes. Do we like the necessity and like?
1: Yes. Even and yes. I'm and like, I'm glad
0: that they even yeah. discussed that in the documentary too about like colonization and like. Yeah. All of that. So.
1: Yeah, you're right. Like, I feel like more than ever, those conversations about the harm and colonial violence that the mm-hmm. crown has perpetrated but it's still it's it's hard because I feel like Harry talked about that too and we'll get to Mm -hmm. spare but like he talked about it in spare but I'm like I feel like though you would still be a working royal if you could be so I was like I don't get this like juxtaposition of like yeah you're talking about it and acknowledging it but you still like want to be a part of it Mm -hmm. like it's and I don't know if that's because he just, that's all he knows and mm-hmm. like his, it's where his family is. So you just want to like continue, but I, I don't know. I, it still felt like not enough. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and two, like with Meg, I think my assumption with like Megan is I kind yeah. of always just assumed like, because I mean, she's very intelligent. So I figured like she is like, yes. she already, she's very much aware of like what institution she was but I think she just didn't quite grasp like the like the political stuff like when they were talking about um her comments on like the me too movement and that was like the first kind of incident of her yeah and I'm just like that's crazy but also like I guess like she thought like oh like I can at least be some yeah like be like at least turn it around and to be some sort of uh, like use this crazy generational wealth that was stolen yeah um yeah yeah I I it's just I, I think I I would love to like I would love to see like a moderate like a moderated like talk with like them and like Trevor Noah or like Amber Ruffin like something like something where like they just like break down like the real nitty-gritty More. yeah of just like yes, being a yes. part of reconciling being in that family
1: yeah because you're right like they spilled a lot about the royal family that I don't think we would ever have gotten that type of look mm-hmm. from any other person but you're right there is still that one kind of aspect that they aren't really talking about and I'm wondering again if that's so they keep some type of open door mm-hmm. to you know have a, a different relationship with their family or not because i know that that's also really tied up in it too like it does suck it's like when you are cutting off the monarchy you are also cutting off all of your family members and like again we'll talk about spare but like with the death like the passing of princess die there's obviously this just like tragic and like incessant need for him to be like i feel like a family man mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Because of like what he felt like he lost as a kid, which like mm-hmm. again makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, I agree. And like too, like the thing of like he, I think we just, I well, I don't, I guess I didn't really like think about like I knew like oh like wow he probably went through like a lot of shit. Oh, can I guess – Oh my God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like, oh, okay. yes, yes. But like with his. Uh,
0: Like, trauma. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't realize, like, how traumatic that was. Like, with his, like, losing his mom and then, Mm -hmm. you know, having, like, that wild child phase that we all kind of got to know him for. And then going to Africa and, like, growing up. Yeah. But then still not even being, like, aware, like, aware in the sense of, like, oh, like, my wife is being attacked literally just because she's, like, a black woman. Like, so it's just very, it's, like, all, like, such, like, a layered nuanced thing. I'm
1: just like, wow. It is. It is. Because you're right. It is literally since his birth. Like, he's in his 30s, like mid-30s, right? And it's like, his whole life, it's not just one tragic event or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, his whole life is just like a series of really... Intense, like even um, when he talks about his time in Afghanistan and stuff, mm-hmm. like it's just, just intense lived experience. And I think like, again, like when he was talking about when his mom had passed and then if we kind of move into spare stuff, mm-hmm. but like he had talked about how his mom had passed and then um, his dad told him and the only way that he comforted him at the time was like putting his like hand on his knee or like back or whatever. And I feel like we've heard so much about the royal family and their stiff upper lip and, like, British people or, like, whatever, just, like, not being effusive with their feelings and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But it's, like, I don't think we had really heard how that actually affects people. And, like, Harry really, really, like, shared that in his memoir.
0: Well, also because, like, the world was grieving on such a public that, like, he – I think that was also probably, like, a weird thing to process as a kid of, like – this totally. is my mom, not
1: you all <laughs> Yeah, because you're right. Because they see, like, Prince Will, Prince Charles, and Harry, like, doing all of the procession mm-hmm. stuff, all of the, you know, public, how they, like, look at all of the flowers left mm-hmm. that the public left and stuff. So you're right. It is such a, um, so confusing for a little kid. Like, and the confusion continues because I think one of my biggest takeaways from Spare was how he believed for like years and years and years that his mom was still alive Mm -hmm. because of when he grew up a little bit and then he heard about, you know, her life and how sad and lonely and, you know, isolated Mm -hmm. and stuff it was. And he was like, yeah, it makes sense that she would want to run away and live a different life and that she didn't really have an opportunity to do. And again, to... To think that with the public, Mm -hmm, but like mm -hmm. is, I don't know, such a mind trip to like not ever let that go. Not that you like ever let go of a death, but like I feel like over time you carry less of that. Like you you come to some type of acceptance Mm -hmm. to live for like 20 years or whatever with no kind of acceptance of that is... I don't know it, it's really like indescribable well and like at that
0: point too you know he's been just kind of like living this like I don't, I don't want to say like delusion but I guess it was a little bit of like, yeah. like delusion i just was. like not yeah. even his mom but I think just like the environment like he was I mean partying and like do, what is like doing like all the drugs at like Courtney Cox's house I was like
1: what like that was so fucking random. I love how he also just, like, straight up first and last named her. Like, he was like, like "It was Courtney Cox. Maybe like, she <laughs>
0: didn't want that out there, but, like. Yeah, yeah
1: like, like, did you run that by her? Right. But- like, it's just, yeah, it's So
0: it's just so interesting to see, I guess, like, looking back at, like, past articles or like like past stories and stuff and then like now to like see it be like oh like I guess this all like makes sense it was all there
1: yeah and he kind of talks about this as a coping strategy but like do you think his hard like his heavy partying days were like do you think they were driven by coping for his mom's death and like other tragedies or do you think again it's his like privilege and like not having, you know, the responsibilities of kind of normal people. Like what do you think that was or a mix of the two? Yeah,
0: I mean, I think it was a little bit of all of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Cuz
0: like he's also like not the important son. Like
1: Right, 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 right. So I yeah,
0: I think I think it was like a little bit of all of it cuz he just like didn't quite have like a a purpose and like I think he had like an idea of what he wanted to do, he just didn't know how to like execute it. And I think that kind of just Yeah. Manifested in the way that it yeah it did unfortunately, which I mean I guess in retrospect is a good thing that it did, but like that that's like I guess the best way I can like explain that.
1: Yeah, it it's interesting also because he talks a lot about that, like what you mentioned, like not being the the heir, Mm -hmm. which is you know the whole title of the book and stuff like that. I think like when I thought of the monarchy and having an heir and a spare and stuff like that I kind of was like oh well that was like back in the day when when monarchies were so important and again not saying in a good way but just like they
0: the view and was, like it was a lot more what would you say like prestigious yeah
1: like per. yeah yeah like it was it just had a different function also it people didn't like live as long and stuff. So it made sense that there was an Aaron. Mm-hmm. Not again, it doesn't make sense. Well, and like the social media don't make sense. Yeah.
0: Like it didn't <laughs> like, it didn't age well.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. But I feel like when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, they don't, they wouldn't treat these sons differently because there's not really a need for an heir and a spare. Mm-hmm. But I think that was another thing that I kind of felt like I was like, oh, duh. But like, just how different they actually did get treated Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i just
1: didn't believe it i mean
0: well and then like when he was talking about like william's behavior i'm like "Hmm, yeah this all kind of like makes sense like because i think there was like recordings of like diana where she was talking about how like william was kind of like a brat And I'm like, wow. Yeah.
1: And I remember when we talked last, because we were like, okay, who said the comment? Like, who do we think said the comments Mm. about Archie's skin color? Like, who do you think is, like, really drawing the line in the sand? And I feel like we said Will Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Mm Phillip. And I think that kind of still stands. Yeah.
0: Well, and I feel like... Did he ever say, like, who... I don't think he ever still said like who
1: he hasn't he hasn't said but again i feel like it was kind of implied that it was will but he has he still hasn't said anything
0: yeah because i mean that would make sense because like who else is going to be in those meetings
1: who else is in the meetings and i feel like well also, that would like I feel need like, to be yeah and i do i will say it seems like the queen and philip harry kind of does have this like weird rever- reverence for mm-hmm. them so like Maybe it was more Will and Charles, but mm-hmm. like, because also it's like, yeah, you're right. What meetings are Philip and even the Queen in in the past, like, 10, 15 years? Like, they are elderly, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I feel like he kind of suggested that it was Will, yeah. but uh, yeah, never, like, really said.
0: Well, I mean, when you put it together with, like, his comments about, like, Megan or, like, to- I guess he said yeah. like, to her face.
1: Yeah, that she was like...
0: She was just too forward and whatever, but I'm like... She
1: was too forward and that they didn't act like that and that, like, basically the press was right about things that they were saying, which, again, makes me think that Will is feeding stuff to the press with Kate and Camilla, apparently, mm-hmm. and then how, like, which, again, makes a lot of sense. Because it just
0: recently came out that, like, Camilla was the one who was leaking...
1: Yeah, Okay, that I feel like is such an underrated or, like, just Mm under-talked-about story that Camilla Bowles-Parker was literally having lunch with, like, Pierce Morgan and the other guy, I can't remember his name, Mm -hmm. but that basically writes all of this shit about Meghan in the British tabloids. Like, what's not clicking for people?
0: Well, and, like, I think... Camilla and them aren't stupid in the fact and like their camps I guess is like they knew like yeah. with the, you know all of this coming up like especially as far as like to where like her and Charles in, are involved yeah like all of that is just suddenly because like up until then like her reputation had been like I guess decent better than what it yeah. had been in the past and then like yes
1: now, yes now
0: yes. all of this to be rehashed like the 90s and then like yes it's in everything so like now like she's like oh well fuck i have to like get some of my reputation.
1: sewer megan okay this actually makes so much sense because you're right she had a really bad reputation when princess die was a lot alive, alive mm-hmm. and then when she passed away and then people have been slowly coming around to her like when they got married so that was like 2005 on and then the crown and shit like that is rehashing how fucking shitty camilla and charles were to diana mm-hmm. and i feel like all of them pushed megan like collectively their camps or the people like the people we're talking about collectively were like who can we like sacrifice who's the easiest yeah. yeah person that we can sacrifice mm-hmm. well because they Meghan. couldn't
0: and they i don't think they could have risked the prince andrew like because i think that yeah. should have been the the Right choice, but I think
1: yeah.
0: With all of that, they just like couldn't risk it. But I did just see that like he's like being evicted. Like Charles is like
1: yeah, King King Charles evicted him from I guess it was something with like yeah, like
0: the grant. Like him. he has whatever the palace that him and Fergie live in.
1: Yes, it's like
0: the stipulation is like you can stay there as long as you want, but like you have to put forth so much as like millions of dollars just for like the yeah. standard repairs and upkeep and like he can't do that because he's no longer a part of this one like fund this grant because Charles is like really tightening down which I'm like interesting yeah because Fergie also lives there but I feel like Fergie yes. has been like I mean because I guess they still get along if they live together but I'm like
1: but it's so weird that she's not getting i know and it's like weird she's not getting heat Mm first for for still supporting prince andrew and but i think that's because everyone
0: always kind of liked her that's true because she she was
1: again like kind of down to earth Mm -hmm. and like kind of funny and stuff like that but like okay this is my question though because it's like yeah why didn't they use prince andrew as the distraction but i guess like now that I'm talking it out, it's well because he's an actual family member. Mm-hmm. And they kind of accepted it for so long that I feel like it maybe wouldn't have worked. because It people would have are like, backfired. Yeah. Sure. Right? Because they're like, hey, well, why didn't you say something 20 years ago or right, whatever? Right. Or when his first allegations came out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is so... That is wild. But yeah, I guess we'll see where that goes. But yeah, I just am surprised that again those family members aren't getting a lot of heat even Kate but again it may it makes sense that Kate would want to push Megan under the bus because Kate was getting heat of like weighty Katie mm-hmm. and like oh she's s- so thin she must not be doing well and like She's getting cheated on by Will. Yeah.
0: I was about to say, I was like, you know, she was having, like, her problems of her own. So I'm sure she wanted, like, that yeah. heat off of her. But then also, like, she's like, well, I have to have a good – or, I mean, maybe not even her. She could have maybe not even had, like, that much to do with it at first. But, like, she knew, like, oh, I have to have, like, a good reputation because I'm going to be queen. And yeah. clearly it's going to be quicker than what I think they might have like, anticipated.
1: yeah totally totally i don't know it's just such a frustrating situation do you ever think that harry will reconcile with his family or do you think that there's too much that he revealed in the memoir for any possible reconciliation i think if it
0: does happen it probably won't i mean it might be like in some public way because i mean i guess they have to in a way live it out publicly. but like I don't think it would be like a, a tell-all interview of like, oh yeah, we like hugged or whatever. Like, I think it would be something like, like if they're at the, you know, where I guess they are at in the coronation and all of that, and like how they're involved. Because I mean, they really did fumble the bag by not utilizing Harry and Meghan to the full extent, and so I think now they've realized that's backfired on them, in a way. Yeah. Because I mean. Yeah they still could have had all the drama happen and it could have just happened behind the scenes but I think
1: if they had handled
0: it the way they had like and you know reconciled a lot quicker and behind the scenes like I think they could have been of a, a big key in helping usher in like this new age of the monarchy or this new what like style of monarchy because yeah 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 I, I and again, like, in the documentary when they were talking about, like, oh, like, this is the first time we've had someone visibly in a position in the family that, like, looks like half of Britain right now.
1: Yeah. Okay. do you think that that was part jealousy of Will and Kate that when they started doing events of the four of them, it was, like, all the intention was still on, like, Harry and Meghan?
0: Yeah, Because I mean, history was just, like, repeating itself, you know? Like, with, like, the – I mean, it was, like, literally, like, the Charles and and Diana. Diana. And, like, I I just – that's what is also so interesting is, like, the parallels of that. And also, like, when Megan was saying, like, I literally did everything I could. Like, I literally would wear, like, the most neutral Neutral. of colors and then would still like something.
1: Yeah. But I will say on a petty note, it really seems like Kate – is trying to dress uh-huh. like Megan. I
0: mean like her stylist because I can't I wonder like how much I always wonder this like how much did Kate has a say because right. like if like Cla- right. what, is Clarence House overruling Kate now or because they're now you're right. they're now the, yeah
1: because they're the, not the Kensington Palace anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're right. I think they moved to Clarence House. Oh if yeah. Clarence
0: House is having any say in there looks like i'm sure yeah. they're like we'll pull this and like i'm sure meg like kate has probably said like oh do you think this is a little more me but also she looks good and it like works and it's not like
1: of course
0: i think it's not necessarily like a megan style because like we see like a lot of like oprah and like michelle obama and like all these people dress that way so it's like
1: yeah true but
0: i think it's definitely like oh like if we kind of can do the more structured like pants and and the coats and the coat dress. Cause like it, I mean it used to be a little bit more like matronly. And like Megan just already yes. has this like Yeah. Fresh young style. Yeah. And now that they're trying they're realizing like, oh, okay. Like now we have to really push Will and Kate onto the younger generation because that's gonna be the generation that like I th- I feel like once Charles has passed, that's going to be the real, I, I, I wonder, like I'm not really concerned about like if the monarchy is going to just like crumble and tumble in May. I think if anything, it's going to be like, okay, what has happened during Charles's reign? Yeah. And then yeah. I think that will be like the real deciding factor. Cause like realistically, like what are, like, what purpose would they serve if any at that point? Twenty thirty years totally. down
1: the road, potentially. Totally. Yeah, I feel like because the queen reigned for so long, because like I live in Canada, so we are part of the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the queen was the monarch for so long that it, it was kind of status quo. But I'm hoping our government thinks about with Charles becoming king, like we don't need to live in this Commonwealth. We don't need to be a part of this. And mm-hmm. I hope they like get rid of like I hope Canada leaves it. and mm-hmm. But, like, I, I feel like it almost wasn't examined as much right. until her passing. So I'm, like, I really hope they don't let, like, another monarch, like, come and go right. before we, like, r- reconsider being a part of it. The sooner the better. But, yeah, I definitely would, like, going back to Kate's outfits, like, you're right like the structured pants like the more like wide like pants the monochrome looks like you're right Kate is not like it's not replicas but it's kind of it feels like a little bit inspired mm-hmm. which I just think is is really interesting because you're right she really did have a lot of matronly looks and same with uh Will mm-hmm. but like He was at the BAFTAs last night, both of Mm -hmm. them, or two nights Mm -hmm. ago. And he was in, like, a velvet suit with a big bow tie that I felt, like, was really trendy. Mm -hmm. She looked like she was in a really trendy outfit, too, like, that you would see a movie star wear. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like they're really making the push for, you know, I don't know, relevance, I guess. Well, and
0: also, like, I feel like her stylist typically would, like, put her in things that hearkened more back to like diana right but like now like this like current i guess like generation and stuff like we i guess we're more fixated on like diana's casual looks
1: yes yes and less
0: the like ball gowns and stuff so now and and again i think that's kind of like trickle down into like how Megan dresses up because Megan again just I think came in with our already prettiest because like I don't feel like if you looked at anything she wore before she was a royal to now is really different.
1: No, no, I know, I know, I know. Like she had very clear personal style mm-hmm. like throughout her entire like time as an actress mm-hmm. and then with Harry and stuff like that and it's has stayed very consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did you think of Harry on his like little press tour, like on the late night shows and just like talking about the book?
0: I think he did well. Cause I mean, I feel like I didn't see anything. I think the only one I haven't watched was the sit down with Anderson Cooper.
1: Yeah. I think that's yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. only one
0: I haven't watched, but like, I mean, I think it did what it needed to do. Like it got <laughs> the book sold and like it gave like, you know him like an extra like 15 minutes to kind of like get their side of things out because yeah you know i think it was funny when it like was come you know it came out that like oh like the you know the palace isn't going to comment but then they were definitely like asking for copies like advanced copies <laughs> so it's just like funny that like they were de- like they definitely were like oh fuck like we need to like get ahead of this but like they weren't because i'm sure they were finding out like in real time with us
1: yeah what was happening which is like so fucking funny Mm -hmm. but yeah I agree that like in the interviews I haven't seen all of them either but it does seem like like they were asking questions like I don't think any of them were like super hardball questions Mm -hmm. but I do think he would he stood really firm in what he was saying and stuck to his message I just don't know if So I think the one thing about Harry's message that I don't see aligning is, like, he says that he wants to reconcile with his family, but then that they've done, like, unspeakable harm to him. Mm -hmm. And, like, I guess maybe that's just human nature that you just, you know, and, like, the way that we're brought up to, like, revere our parents, Mm -hmm. even if they aren't good to us and, like, all of that stuff. But, like, I just, I'm, like, sometimes I felt like I'm just, like, you are... Never going to reconcile with them if you are talking about this publicly. But then, obviously, privately, it didn't go well either. Like, Mm -hmm. they obviously need like heaps of therapy. But, like, I just felt like I was like, you're. Maybe it was just sadness that I was like, I feel like you're never going to get what you want. Maybe that's what it was, but like. Because he probably
0: knows that. Like, I think he's.
1: I know. I know. uh, But I don't know that he
0: would. I mean.
1: He would never say that or maybe even admit it to himself. But you are right. Because then it becomes
0: like reality at that point.
1: Yeah, that's actually a really good fucking point. I don't think he wants to admit that, that that is probably never going to happen. And it's, I think sad. it's very interesting that
0: Megan is also, I mean, we really didn't see her at all once.
1: Yeah, in the spare tour. Once, like, the, yeah.
0: the, the, the Netflix documentary was out, and then it was, like, the book. Like, it was all Harry. Like, we never saw her. But yet they still always, like, made it. Like her talking point which I think is interesting mm, but
1: yeah I
0: mean she's just kind of like laying low
1: she is and they were so they were seen um at Ellen Ellen and Portia's surprise wedding mm-hmm. because I think Ellen also lives in Montecito and Kris Jenner officiated afic- that and just to think about that room with Ellen Portia <laughs> Chris Jenner, Harry, and Meghan is just so wild yeah. to me.
0: Well, and that's the other thing, too. It's, like, it's funny because they talk about this, like, oh, look, we, like, we grew up and, like, we were a part of this institution. And then, like, they're still kind of, like, a part of this, like, group of people that, like, we would never yeah, be. Like- part- so it's, like, part delusion, <laughs> but I'm also, like, I get it. Yeah. Like, you at least, like, know but I'm also, like, do y'all you're... realize, like, you're hanging out with, like, Ellen and Christian and Tyler yeah, Like these <laughs> elite hollywood <laughs> like, people that I'm, like...
1: Oh, my God. I literally never thought about that. It's, like, they moved from the, the Royal Institution to just, like, the institution of Hollywood. Yeah.
0: Which, I mean, I guess that's where she was to a, a yeah. point. But, like, but then it's also, like, well, like, at what, like, they can't just, like, move to, like, Hamilton Heights here in New York yeah. and, like, <laughs> yeah. just, like, pretend to be, like, a normal, like family like they just totally yeah
1: like as a safety. totally manager.
0: so it's like yeah. I guess like in one thing it's not it's not I guess like that deep but it's just kind of like funny to like be like okay well <laughs> you're a little no, small you're right, like you're a little small like palace versus like <laughs> I'm like
1: okay you're right though. You're you're totally right because like where they live in Montecito is probably the size of Frogmore Cottage. Like, I'm like,
0: I really don't think it's like, that
1: bad. and like even then I'm like, okay, yeah.
0: yeah, like you were living in like Frogmore, but like, was it that terrible?
1: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You're still like on the grounds of Buckingham Palace.
0: Yeah, away. and that-
1: yeah, yeah, and that actually makes that so. And there, and there you are
0: with, you know the those the clips that we saw I guess in the document when they were like packing and stuff I'm like it looks big enough, you know. Yeah,
1: totally. I mean, but I I did like I got their point that it's like we're envisioning like gold like f- thrones mm-hmm. and shit like that. I think that they just wanted to make the point that it's like it's not. Yeah, like they're not, not in like, like a diamond crusted. Bed. Yeah, yeah. 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 That it like is a pretty normal existence. But yeah, that's so funny. It's like, yeah, just trading one big house for another. Mm-hmm. But you're right though, like the type of life that they want to lead is makes sense for them to be around famous people because of like security and like they have, you know, access to a private airport mm-hmm. like at LAX has all those private airport like hubs and stuff like that and like
0: well and like when you think yeah. about it like with all the like death threats and stuff like especially like when you find out they're you know they were definitely like steeped in truth like the FBI and people were like we have to like investigate this because this is like actually real like
1: yeah I get it so yeah totally but it's, it's, totally. It, it,
0: it's kind of just like funny to be like okay
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like, especially because now, like, I'm in a position where, like, okay, like, you know, in the U.S. right now, like, it's, like, we're paying, like, $8 for Ed. I know, I know. You know, so it's, like, it's, like, another thing of, like, I think everyone is, like, we're not interested in hearing, like, you're (laughs) low. It's, like, I get it. Because, like, you can still experience the racism and, and, and everything
1: yes and be
0: successful and be rich and be a part of that elite group and that and which totally i mean that's just how it i mean everything is like steeped and harkens back to white supremacist culture
1: yes like you're right like some of their problems it's like okay like you're still like fucking rich and like stuff like that but you're right like it doesn't it still doesn't take the way Mm -hmm. take away a lot of the racism and misogyny that megan has faced and um again just like really um sad like personal things that harry has experienced Mm -hmm. with his family and and having to be public publicly mourning his mom's death and like all of this stuff so it doesn't take away but it is I do think that's interesting point though because I felt like they really wanted to change minds of people that watch this Mm -hmm. and I still feel like if you hated them before you still hate Mm -hmm. them and if you liked them before you still like them and that the people that are neutral are still neutral I think
0: yeah I think there's never gonna be like a like you said like I think there's always just gonna be like the naysayers and then like the true fans and then like the in-between like I think no matter what it's always going to kind of just be that for them
1: yeah yeah i agree but i
0: get why i mean because it's like well at the end of the day like i said my piece and now i can move on with my so it's like maybe they needed that closure and that's probably what they just needed for themselves to move on and, and kind of live their their lives
1: i agree i totally agree like a part of it maybe is that maybe they weren't seeking resolution because they'll never get that but it's just the process of writing it down or sharing it with people so we can you know have s- empathy mm-hmm. and he did say that at one point he's like you know history writes about monarchies i want them to know the truth mm-hmm. of like cuz this will be in like history books and stuff mm-hmm. which i also get like like him especially about him leaving the monarchy like that would definitely be in like a history book so and even Megan joining the family Mm -hmm. as like the first woman of color so it's like yeah all of that he just wants someone to have The the truth, I guess. Anything else you want to chat about? I've got one more thing that I want to get your opinion on, but otherwise we can wrap up. But do you have any other, like, big takeaways or, like, things that you wanted to point out? I would love
0: to talk about – I saw, like, the funniest tweet. that It was, like, imagine, like, you're Archie and, like, Lily and, like, your grandmother is Princess Diana – Mm-hmm. <laughs> your great grandmother is like the longest reigning mar- monarch in the history of like the world, mm-hmm. and then your like godparent is like Medea because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it is funny that like Tyler Perry and I, it's funny because so, like being in a strange loop, like there's like this whole like plot and line in Strange Loop about like Tyler Perry and like how like our you know the show's writer and like the character too, like they don't agree with like everything tyler perry does as far as like being like it, it it's like basically kind of like, like minstrelly in a way of like how mm-hmm. he portrays mm-hmm. black people but it's like but he's still paying them and it's like he's still showing up for his people so i'm just it's funny to yeah. me that like i'm like that is just hilarious that like yeah that is literally like i guess i just didn't realize how like i knew he like housed them or whatever but then like Watching the documentary and like seeing like oh like he's like involved like they're like close.
1: One hundred percent. Yeah, it was so random for me too because I am a big Survivor fan, Mm -hmm. probably one of the only (laughs) ones left. And it's really funny because Tyler Perry is a really big Survivor fan too, and he's friends with Jeff probes the host. And he tells Jeff certain like twists and game mechanics that he wants Um... on the show. So I, most of like the recent um, stuff that I have like come across with Tyler Perry has been his influence on Survivor. So it is so fucking random to me that they ended up connecting with him. And when I, when they first were saying like, we came to Canada um, and then the US with the help of Tyler Perry, I was like, oh, like. Megan and him must have crossed paths in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, no, no, we hadn't met, but we had just talked on the phone. I was like, that's wild that he was so instrumental and they had really never connected before.
0: It's just funny to me because it's like people, I mean, it's like a lot of people will shit on Tyler Perry, but I'm like, he does show up. And like, we even like make the point show, like we talked about, like, he's still like paying black people what they're worth and he's giving jobs and yes like what he does is probably not like the most helpful in moving us forward like culturally and stuff like that but like it's like he's it's one it's just one of those other things of like yeah
1: like yeah like like two things can be true at once yes yeah so it's
0: and that's been yeah that was like just when I saw that tweet I was like yeah if I was that kid I'd be like wait <laughs> yeah, like, is a yeah,
1: like, totally, <laughs> totally. It is. It it really it is. It's just um But also kudos to him for doing
0: it because I think you know yeah. he's but I mean he has been through a lot in his own life. So like yeah. for him to show I mean because like if I have the memes that he did, like I'd probably be like i will probably be like, Hey Megan, <laughs> and like
1: Yeah, yeah, like you can call her up to come say Yeah totally 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 but we saw that with other people in the documentary too like oprah and beyonce Mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. like that really showing up for megan at who they didn't know her Mm -hmm. prior
0: the one thing i was like a little kind of like the only thing about with the documentary that i was just kind of like
1: hmm
0: is because they, they had been filming so much so like Yes. They had been planning this document. But I'm like, I wonder, because I feel like they just kind of like like really quickly covered that. But I'm like, I wonder if they were like, we'll film it just in case it gets yeah. bad enough. And then like halfway through, there was like a switch of like, okay, like we're going to definitely like culminate all of this footage and stuff. So like that was the one thing that I was like. Hmm. No, that's
1: a really good point because I read an I don't think this is a direct quote but the it's still kind of the same just that they had filmed basically all of the stuff that we saw in the first episode by themselves right like with their own production or whatever and then it got picked up by By netflix Netflix, and then episodes two and three were done by them so there was you're right there was that kind of shift which is also just interesting. I don't know if you watched the Selena Gomez documentary too, Mm -hmm. but it is interesting of like, she filmed that over six years. And I was like, there's a lot that you left out and obviously you can't show everything, but it is interesting of like, it would be interesting to see more of the behind the scenes of how that happened Mm -hmm. because you're like, you're saying it wasn't just straightforward. Like, Oh, we're, we're going to pick this up. There's a reason that they started filming by themselves. And then I guess. Like, I just wonder
0: who gave them that. Like who was the. the, Yeah.
1: Said like, let's do this. Yeah. Like this would be a good
0: idea. That's like, I just, I just wonder who. Yeah.
1: I know because I thought like, oh, maybe it was like when it was starting to get bad about with like Kate and the bridesmaid's dresses or something, but it was prior to that. Wasn't it? I mean, that's,
0: kind of the impression that I got is that like this they yeah I mean that they started filming at least personal well I guess Megan said it was like a friend I was like hey you should do this but like I'm like who like what friend because I think that would make me either think I think that could change my opinion on how I look at things of like who with what friend was it that's suggested
1: it. Jessica Mulrooney like you know because it was,
0: like, it was just like some random person it's like hey you should do this like oh okay yeah. but if it was like yeah. a whole thing of like someone was like you know like you can make a lot of like if there was like some yeah. sort of like yeah
1: yeah because they, they obviously need to continue to make money
0: see and that's the other thing too it's like because yeah. of who they are they have to have a, a certain like lifestyle to maintain security wise alone yeah so and like she I mean yes she has her money and like he had like some money but I'm like that money isn't I mean her money is probably not nearly what they needed now that they are a four-person family with dealing with what they were dealing with and the everything I mean just the security of like the detail I'm sure is like not
1: yeah and when the kids get older and are starting to go places like by themselves like school and stuff because they're obviously not old enough to in school but Archie's getting to that age and uh, like they'll have to have m- probably more security detail mm-hmm. because they'll be like separate from their kids a lot of the time versus like all together yeah. as a family so I would just
0: be interested
1: I think the the, the thing that I'll, I want to say is like I'm interested in what they do next I know that yes. like they have Megan's podcast apparently she might have started her own Instagram account again but it's still like private but People are alleging that maybe it's her because the handle is at Megan, like, spelt, like, her name. And, like, no one can get access to, like, just their first name on Instagram because there's, like, a billion users, right? Right. And then the picture, the profile picture is, like, flowers. I think they're Dahlias or something like that. And her mom calls her Dahlia or something like that. So there's, like, some kind of, like, hints that maybe she's coming back to Instagram. But then they also have some some other things in the works, works with Netflix. But, like, yeah, I'm just interested to see where they go with, like, money, like, making their money and then just, you know, just them personally, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. I do want to wrap up on this really funny thing, though. Um, So we found out that Harry lost his virginity <laughs> to an older woman outside of a pub in, like, a field. And then Sasha Walpole, just, like, in the past, like, couple – weeks has been doing inner interviews being like it's me I saw <laughs> like, on
0: TikTok and I was like
1: what okay yeah so like <laughs> what do you think of that because I would literally rather die than like call a news source and be like hey I'm the one that like I mean, slept with Harry <laughs> at the end of the day I'm
0: like she's probably like well at least don't get a check
1: yeah that's and i'm true. like you know what i'm true. like i can't yeah. blame her i guess yeah yeah especially with the fucking price of eggs yeah well and <laughs> yeah. she
0: didn't you know she didn't come home i mean she didn't come out about it beforehand so it's like well it's like he's gonna talk about it then i guess
1: true
0: i'll talk about it because i mean she probably knows he's making like a shit ton of money off of it. so it's like
1: yeah okay i, well, I would be that that would
0: be my thought process like now i would probably like maybe reach out in some way and just like, Hey, I'm going to yeah. talk about this. Like, do you want to get on the same page? But How could he
1: read? How could she reach out though?
0: That's what I'm like. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I guess like in a perfect world, you want to like think.
1: Yeah. But I also don't think yeah. like
0: anything she said was like, offensive
1: it wasn't like offensive or anything like some of the things he's she said was like kind of cute about how she was he was just like a ragtag teenager yeah. and stuff like that but you're right though and she's probably making like what like 50k i mean she like, yeah i mean she
0: definitely probably shopped her out. which is, yeah I, yeah hey
1: again business acumen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, but Kayla, like, you're so right though like he said it and he didn't reveal her name but like he said it in the book. So, yeah, why can't she talk a little bit about it? So yeah. get your dues. I love that that's your your take on it because at first I was like, this is literally so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I
0: definitely would have been like, oh, God. Like, I would have been, like, annoyed. But I'm mean, like, well. Yeah,
1: yeah. I might at least get something out of it. <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't imagine if that was me and she's, like, reading the book and she's like, I don't think this will be in it. I didn't even know this is first time or whatever and then she's reading and she's like oh my fucking god and then she's like Daily Mail yeah. like, like hey. what's good <laughs> Oh my god so funny Okay this was literally so much fun Yay. but also good combo yes. not not just fun insightful <laughs> Can you tell the listeners where they can find you and anything else that you want to plug? Um, yeah,
0: I I think like right now I'm like more active on Instagram these days. Um, and it's just Zachary A. Myers, and then like I have a link tree with everything kind of like attached to it in my bio. But yeah, just auditioning, and we'll see what's next. So we're just kind of waiting.
1: I love that. Hopefully, there'll be
0: an update soon.
1: Yes. Yes. So everyone follow them on Instagram and thanks again so much for coming on. Thank you for
0: having me. It was fun as always.
1: And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to Zachary for joining me on today's episode. Next week will be another bonus episode talking about 2000s makeups with the girly pops from the old millennials. And then after that, I will be back with trending pop culture topics that is a mouthful and i am so excited to jump back into it if you want to keep up with what i'm doing right now follow me on all socials at RTBP podcast and check out the patreon we're still rocking over there patreon.com rtbp podcast okay friends i hope you are safe and healthy out there as always i'm your host tori and i am ready to be petty see you soon bye